and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast, where as always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. I'm back again with another episode for you guys this week. This week's episode is going to be all about moon magic and how you can manifest and achieve your goals along with the phases of the moon. I'm so excited to finally do this episode for you guys. I've been thinking about it for a while now and I finally took time to write all my thoughts down on paper and now I'm able to share those with you guys. So let's get right into it, shall we? Now, we all hear about whenever there's a full moon or a new moon or a super moon, and it sounds super cool and amazing, or maybe we read it and we're like, oh, that's why my day was horrible today or why all these weird things happened recently. And I think a lot of us hear about this and we're like, that is so cool, but what do I do with that? Like, okay, there's a new moon in Leo. That's great. But like... (laughs) what do I do? What's my end of the bargain other than my energy feels off and all this weird stuff keeps happening to me? What can I do with this? So I'm going to go ahead and talk about that. So new moons, full moons, and like super moons and eclipses and black moons, these are all really powerful moon phases, which is why we hear about them all the time. Like people always talk about weird things that happen whenever there is a full moon or, you know, like, for example, my fiance always tells me about, you know, oh, the kids were so bad today because he works at a school. So he'll be like, oh, my God, the kids are so bad today. He'll be like, was there a full moon tonight or what's going on? Like, that's one of the first things he'll ask me when he comes home. And it's really, really interesting how that energy can affect us. So right off the back, I'm just going to talk about some things you can do during these really powerful moon phases. Also, I apologize for my cat meowing in the background. He's saying hello because I don't know. I guess he's interested in in moon magic. So whenever there is a new moon, a full moon, a lunar or solar eclipse even, or a black moon, this is a really good time to meditate. You can do spell work. You can manifest. And by manifest, I mean you can set new intentions for things that you want to manifest. So this is a really good time to start any law of attraction techniques, write your intentions down, and make sure while you're doing it, you're in a really high vibrational state. You're in a good mood. You're feeling good. You're happy. I actually really like to write all my manifestations down while listening to 432 music, which is really cool. And definitely look that up if you're not familiar with it. Another thing you can do is practice divination, whether that's with tarot cards or oracle cards or use a pendulum or scrying if that's something that you're interested in or something you practice. This is also a really good time for dream work. Our dreams are always so intense during these times and they're intuitive and we have these really powerful dreams. So this is a good time to even do some lucid dreaming, which is a whole other thing that I want to talk about another time. But for those of you who don't know, lucid dreaming is basically when you're conscious of the fact that you're dreaming. And a lot of people say it's kind of like leaving your body, but it doesn't always feel that way. It's just you You wake up in a dream and you know you're in a dream. And in some cases, you're actually able to control that dream. There are definitely times when you wake up in a lucid dream and you're actually not able to control it, but you know that you're you're in a dream. And what I find for me practicing lucid dreaming is that whenever I realize I'm lucid, it's very hard to grasp control of it. And I think it's hard for us to even wrap our minds around the sense that like, oh, we're in a whole other universe or something where we can control what goes on around us, which honestly, that's what real life is like too. I mean, technically. 
Anyways, I'm getting on a whole separate tangent here. So yeah, dream work and lucid dreaming, it's a really good time for that. It's also a really good time to make moon water. So my notes are throwing me off a little bit here. It's so funny because I wrote down notes for myself to try and be organized. And honestly, it does mess up my flow a little bit. But yeah, okay. So now I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, okay, what's moon water? I've never heard of that. So moon water is pretty basic. It is water that is charged with the energy of the moon. So basically what you do is get some water. Make sure if you plan on drinking this, make sure it's clear. It's like safe drinking water. Don't use like dirty water or something that you wouldn't feel comfortable drinking if you have plans to drink it or use it on your body in any way. So usually what I'll do is I'll take purified drinking water and then I'll also kind of like boil it to just further remove any impurities And then you can put it in a jar, you can put it in a cup, whatever you're comfortable with, just put it in some container. And you can either leave it outside or leave it by your window. If you know that window gets a lot of moonlight and you just leave it overnight and you leave it under the energy of the moon, just like you would if you were cleansing crystals or charging crystals, you would just leave them somewhere where the moonlight can touch them and the energy will get on that. You just want to make sure that you get that moon water before the sun comes up and starts shining on it because it's going to mess up the energy. So you want to get that as soon as you can in the morning. And then they say that it's good to keep moon water in like a dark space where there's like no light just to keep it keep it keep the light from getting on it like the sun so it doesn't mess up the energy and maybe consider putting a label on it so you're not cleaning out your closet or looking for something under your bed later and you're like what is this I don't even remember doing this (laughs) I have just a random jar of water in my closet so label it I usually will write like Aries new moon or Leo new moon so I know what sign the moon was in when the moon water is being made because it helps with my intent and what I'm trying to do. Now, so that's like what moon water is and how to make it. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, well, what can I do with moon water? Well, there's a lot of things you can do. You can use it for any spells you might have that include using water as like a ingredient. You can put it in tea as long as you make sure that the water you're using is actually safe for drinking. And I cannot stress that enough. You can also use it to cleanse certain crystals. If if your crystals are like compatible with water, there's a lot of crystals out there that actually aren't safe to be mixed with water. Look it up, but generally I believe the rule of thumb is anything that ends with ite. So selenite is not a good crystal to mix with water. Kyanite, I'm pretty sure, is not a good one to mix with water either. So do your research, look it up, and make sure that if you're cleansing crystals with the moon water that it is a crystal that you can mix with water. Same thing if you use crystal elixirs, which is usually like when someone puts like a crystal in their water and they drink it. You can totally use moon water for that, but if you plan to do that, make sure that you're using both water and crystals that are safe for drinking or safe for mixing with water because they can be toxic and it can be dangerous. So please use your best judgment, do your research. Unfortunately, like I don't have a full list of all the toxic and non-toxic crystals, but you know, look it up online, make sure it's compatible with water. And yeah, so that is moon water. Let's talk about the different moon phases. So you have your new moon, your full moon, the black moon, or also known as the dark moon, you have the waxing moon, and you have the waning moon. So let's start by talking about the new moon. So let's talk about things you can do during a new moon. Now, it's called a new moon for a reason. The moon is beginning a new cycle. So the new moon is a really good time to set your intentions and to start any manifestations or goals that you might have 
like I was saying before, this is a great time to get your journal out or get a pen and paper and write down your intentions and manifestations. Write everything down in the present tense. Anything new you want to start, this is also a good time to do um, spells that include new jobs, new love. It's also a good time to focus on new jobs, new love that might be coming into your life, new hobbies or new projects. So if you have something in your mind that you've been wanting to start for a long time, but you weren't, aren't really sure, make sure that, you know, just the new moon is a good time to start that stuff. Like I said before, med- it's a really good time to meditate during the new moon because the energy is so intense and so powerful that, you know, a lot of messages might more easily come through than they normally would. And a lot of people don't really know how to meditate. And I would say the biggest thing with meditation, there's a lot you can do. I really love using the Headspace app. I like using the Calm app. Insight Timer is actually probably my all-time favorite because that one is free and there are so many different meditations you can do. And really, meditation is all about being present and focusing on your breathing and the present and what's going on now. And it's also about observing your thoughts. I find that when I meditate, it's helpful because so everyone thinks the whole point of meditation is to clear your mind and think of nothing. And the truth is, that's not realistic. We can't just wipe out our minds and think of nothing like we're people. But what meditation does do is when you find yourself wandering and your mind is like going away from your meditation, your goal is to just gently pull yourself back to your meditation. And I find that when I do that, that I tend to observe my thoughts more and I can realize like, oh, this thing at work is really stressing me out right now. Or, oh, money is really stressing me out right now. Or this thing going on with my friend is really stressing me out right now. And again, like it's not always going to be things that you're stressed about. It could be something positive or something that you're happy about. It doesn't always have to be negative. I just... (laughs) I'm a Virgo, so I stress about a lot of things. So what are you going to do? And so I find that apps like Headspace or the Calm app are really good places to start if you just want to learn to meditate because they have some free ones on their app where it really just shows you kind of the basics of meditation. You can probably find stuff like that too on the Insight Timer app, but I find that the Insight Timer app has, there's more variety um, on the Insight Timer app you can like you can find stuff for chakras you can find any kind of like meditation you might be looking for and for the most part it's free so I love that I can do any meditation I want and I don't have to pay for it so I love that and like I said headspace and calm there are a few like introduction introductory ones that are free but usually once you kind of get hooked they'll be like oh well if you pay for this you can unlock this which if you want to do that that's fine I just personally don't like to spend my money on that stuff. But if you feel that it's, you know, something that'll benefit you, then, you know, by all means, go for it. Additionally, if I'm not using an app or doing a guided meditation, if I just want to let my mind kind of wander and, you know, just do my own thing, I really like to go on Spotify and listen to nature sounds or I can find like meditative music to listen to. Binaural beats can be really good to listen to in some cases. However, like if you are prone to seizures, I don't recommend it because they say that binaural beats can cause seizures. Also, you really want to make sure that what you're listening to is exactly what you're listening to because sometimes people might post stuff and they don't, it's not exactly what it says it is but so that might mess with you a little bit or like give you nightmares or something but don't be afraid most of it's fine one of my favorite places to listen to binaural beats is actually on youtube there's a channel called meditative mind and it's free and they have a lot of good stuff on there that is what it says it is and it doesn't really give me any nightmares or do anything weird like that 
So those are all really good things to do during the new moon. Also, just backtracking really quick to what I said about using the new moon as a good time to start setting the intention for things that you want to manifest. I would definitely recommend checking out my law of attraction episode that I did where I talked about how to create your dream life. That's a really good place to start if that's something you want to do and you want to learn how to set those intentions and how to do them properly. When you write down your intentions, always write them in the present tense and make sure that you're feeling good about what you're doing and you don't have a, even a little bit of doubt. Make sure that you're, you know, you're happy, you're high vibe, you're feeling good and you know, if you start to feel doubt, stop writing it down because it's going to be much harder to manifest. But anyways, I talk more about that on my how to create your dream life episode. So definitely go check that out. If that's something you're interested in. Now, let's talk about the full moon. The full moon is probably the most commonly known moon phase because everyone always talks about it. It's in movies. It's in books. People always talk about weird things that happen during the full moon. And it's really funny to me because people love to have these like full moon parties and like get married on the full moon, which I think is kind of a bad idea because full moons are all about endings. And like, I feel like if you're getting married on a full moon, which, you know, no shame or anything on anyone out there who's listening that may have may have had their wedding on a full moon. Yeah, like it's just I feel like that's not the best thing because it's, you know, the full moon represents accumulation, endings, completion. So it's almost like you're willing it to like kind of you know, not work out, which I understand that's not everyone's intent. Some people aren't even aware of this stuff, but I feel like if you're going to pick a moon phase to get married on, you definitely want to do it on a new moon because it's new beginnings and it's just much more positive in my opinion. So yeah, as I was saying, the full moon is all about accumulation, endings, and completion. This moon phase always makes me think of the three of cups and the tarot deck, like, you know, because they're all like they have their cups and they're kind of having a little party or whatever. And I feel like the full moon is definitely a good time to celebrate because, you know, it's a good time to look and see what have I grown during this time? What goals did I accomplish? It's a good time to reflect and think about things that are coming to fruition. It's also a good time to tie up loose ends and bring all those manifestations and goals into fruition and really kind of get them, get them so they're set. This is a good time to focus on, like I said, it's about reflection. So it's also a good time to think about what your new goal, new goals are going to be moving forward. This is a good time for nurturing, passion, healing, strength, and power. And also, this is a good time to focus on things like love, knowledge, legal undertakings, money, and dreams. Dreams are also really powerful during this time, like I was saying. So dream work is a really good thing you can do. I would also say that it's a good time for cleansing your energy or cleansing your space. Whether you use sage or palo santo, you can use it on yourself, use it on your house, tidy up around the house, get rid of any clutter or things that you don't need anymore. And also, I would say too, it's now, I feel like this isn't like the traditional thing that usually gets associated with full moons, but I definitely think it's a good time to do any banishing spells or rituals because this is a time to reflect and to think back on, you know, what stopped me or held me back from achieving my goal or what was really difficult when I was trying to achieve this goal. And since this is about endings and accumulation, I would definitely say that, you know, this is a time to look at what's no longer serving you and to say goodbye to it and to release that because you're about to start a new cycle. And so letting it go during the full moon, I think, is a really good time to do that. It's also a great time to charge any magical tools or crystals or to cleanse them. Um, like I said before, with the moon water and stuff, you just leave it on your windowsill or leave it outside and, you know, let 
let the moonlight do its thing and it'll charge and cleanse all your stuff. So that is your full moon. Now let's talk about the black moon. Now a lot of people don't really know what the black moon is. This one definitely does not get talked about as much. We had a black moon in Leo, I think, about a week or two ago and people were talking about it and stuff. So the black moon or dark moon, whichever you prefer to call it, is the moon during a period when the moon is not reflecting direct sunlight towards the earth, but is now being used to define the last visible crescent of the waning moon. It can also be the third new moon in a month or season of four new moons. And it also occurs in February every 19 years because February is a shorter month. So what things are good to do during a black moon? Because this is, you know, it's a black moon, it's gone, it's vanished almost. This is a really great time to do any banishing spells or rituals. It's a good time for binding. It's a good time for neutralizing spells. If you have some spells that you put out there that were a little too intense, this is a really good time to kind of deconstruct those and to figure out how you're going to fix it. It's also good for dealing with any attackers or people who are like out to get you. So maybe if you have any spells for like stopping gossip or anything like that, it's a good time for going within and understanding any anger or passions. And it's also a good time to focus on things dealing with justice or legal issues. So that is your black moon. And like I said, a lot of the things I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, like those are all good things to do during any of these moon phases. So like meditation, divination, All that stuff is good to do because the energy is going to be way more intense during these times. Now, we're going to get into some of the lesser intense moon phases, but they're still good for doing certain spells and certain types of manifestation. So I'm going to start by talking about the waxing moon. And the waxing moon is the moon from the moment after the moon is new until the moment that it becomes the full moon. So the key word to keep in mind here is the word increase because it's the moon's expanding. It's getting bigger. It's getting ready to be that big, beautiful, full moon. So some things that are associated with this moon phase and things to think about during this time are growth, abundance, calling things in. This is a good time to add things to your life. This is a good time to think, what do I need right now? What's going to help me? Do I need money? Do I need help? What do I need? So this is a great time for manifesting money. It's a good time for doing any money spells. This is a great time for that. And it's also similar to the new moon in a way that it's really good for new beginnings, new projects, ideas, inspiration, gaining energy or momentum in something. It's a good time for focusing on things with vitality or freedom because this is all expansion. This is like, it makes me think of the planet Jupiter in Sagittarius, which is all about expansion and just going bigger and bigger and bigger. So waxing moons are great for that. Um, It's also a good time to focus on things like love and success or friendship or luck or health. So yeah, that is your waxing moon. Next, I'm going to talk about the waning moon, which is Almost like, I want to say it's like the opposite of the waxing moon. So the waning moon is the moment after the moon is full to the moment that it becomes new. So once we have the full moon, the moon starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller till we have the new moon and then it starts a whole new cycle. So the waning moon, the keyword here is decrease. So with the waxing moon, I said you want to think increase. With the waning moon, this is all about 
decreasing. Probably sounds kind of negative and you're probably thinking, okay, well, what do I do with the decreasing? I don't want to decrease anything. Well, look at it this way. So this is a good time for doing banishing spells. This is a, especially a good time to do banishing spells. Like I said, the dark moon was good for this, but I would say the waiting moons are almost even better. It's a good time for banishing. It's a good time for breaking habits, clearing out clutter, cleansing. Like this is all about removing stuff. So removing blockages, removing things that no longer serve you, Really just taking a closer look at your goals and be like, okay, I focused on what I want to add, but what's getting in my way of the things that I want to add during this cycle? It's also a good time to banish any negative influences, um, banishing illness, neutralizing enemies. And it's a good time to, like I said, it's just a good time to remove anything that is no longer serving you. And they say that three days after the new moon are the most powerful times to work spells for growth and beginnings. So once you kind of get all the clutter and crap out of your way three days after the new moon is a really good time to start new things as well and they say that you know throughout this entire phase everything should kind of manifest by the full moon and then they say that a few days before the full moon is the best time for bringing things to fruition and completion so that was your waning moon and i believe that just about brings me to the conclusion of this podcast i feel like i flew through that probably because i actually tried to organize myself today so I hope that helps you guys. I hope you got something good out of this podcast. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me at spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com. As always, my books are still open for readings. So if you would like a natal chart or a tarot reading from me, feel free to shoot me an email. And also, lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you give me a rating on iTunes. If not, if you're not listening on iTunes, do me a huge favor and share this episode with at least one friend this week. That would mean the absolute world to me. And yeah, as always, don't forget that you are so much more than your sun sign. Thank you guys for listening. I love you all so much. And I will catch you guys here next week at the Space Witch Podcast.